0: recording in progress
1: good morning and um, welcome to enlightened radio uh, my name is john case you um, we're always available almost <laughs> always available at uh, www.enlightenedradio.org and there's a that's actually a blog site but there's a player at the top of the page um, if you're on a smaller device uh, sometimes to see the player you have to um go to player dot Um but we're uh broadcasting most of the time twenty-four-seven. Uh, this today is uh you know, blues and roots uh themes, which uh my little GPT managed bot <laughs> is currently uh choosing from a wide variety variety of playlists, what to play. Um, so anyway, this morning's uh, live show and podcast is The Poetry Show, and my good friend and host here, J- Janet Harrison, we've been doing this on and off for many years, I don't have the exact number, but, um, and by the way, our, our shows can be found uh, as podcasts um, at podcasts.com. Enlightenradio.org, and they can also be found uh, along with a n- number of other shows produced on this network um, at Pod. Excuse me, uh, DemocracyRadio.Podbean.com. Um, Podbean is actually hosts our uh, the audio. Uh, <clears throat> so, Janet, I understand we um, from your emails that we have a theme. This morning of threads, and I uh, read the poems you sent, um, and as usual, it was just a couple of them just simply dazzled me. Uh, <laughs> and uh, but I'm I'm anxious uh, and looking. Well, I'm not anxious. I'm anticipating what you have to say about this and what aroused this theme uh, at this time, um, other than. Well, what was it? <laughs> Good morning.
0: Well, we ended last week's show with Invisible Mending, and that had me thinking about threads. And I remembered that there was a famous quatrain by William Blake um, that I wanted to open with, and there's a poem by William Stafford I wanted to end with, and then I just filled in some poems in the center. So that's how the show came to be. Aha, uh-huh.
1: okay, okay.
0: Um, but I thought that this was a very powerful, I thought there'd be more poems about it actually, when I was looking, because it seems like it was a a natural theme for poetry following a thread, but, um, this is what I came up with. And the opening quatrain is, I give you the end of a golden string. Only wind it into a ball. It will lead you in at heaven's gate, built in Jerusalem's wall. And that's William Blake. I'll read that again. I give you the end of a golden string. Only wind it into a ball. It will lead you in at heaven's gate, built in Jerusalem's wall. So we're going to follow some threads today.
1: Right. It's and a, the- uh, yes, John? Well, Jerusalem had a um, um, a very majestic uh, meaning <laughs> in a lot of uh, Blake's work, uh, I, if I recall uh, correctly. It was like a. Uh, it wasn't just Jerusalem. Um, do you? Re- I mean, do you remember the origins? Well, sort of the like the,
0: the, the eternal holy city.
1: Yes, uh, I, I mean I think he wrote a, a long po- more, couple of long poems in which uh, you know that was featured. So, but I don't remember the uh, details. But but the I, the idea of the golden thread I find very uh, evocative, and um, I was thinking this morning about uh, well, uh, you know one of the poems says you can't let go of it. And another one says, "Well, it may be you know kind of like a noose around my neck. I <laughs> keep <You're> pulling me <laughs> you know <clears throat> and um it's just, uh or the thread may let you go, you know, or threadbare uh, and um or he was in a fine set of threads. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I thought the, you know, the the, the one that I was I was going to hope you would let me kind of read, um, that you sent me, uh, was, uh us just see, is it, uh, hold on a second, it, it was, oh, the one by Jonathan Galassi.
0: Okay, well that comes up third. I want to read. Okay, um, all right. So, so, so just reserve the, first.
1: Okay, if you can reserve me for that, that would be great. All right, go ahead. I'll be
0: glad to have you read that because I've got a cough today and I'm having trouble reading. Okay. But this next one is just called "The Thread." It's by Denise Levertov, which is one of our favorite poets. We go back oh, to her she, a lot.
1: She's wonderful.
0: So this is called "The Thread." Something is very gently. Invisibly, silently, pulling at me. A thread, or net of threads, finer than cobweb and as elastic. I haven't tried the strength of it. No barbed hook pierced and tore me. Was it not long ago this thread began to draw me? Or way back? Was I born with its knot about my neck, a bridle? Ooh. Not fear, but a stir of wonder makes me catch my breath when I feel the tug of it, when I thought it had loosened itself and gone.
1: <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, you wouldn't want it to be gone. Um, <laughs> it's like the thread of life. Um, it's... Um, you know the the sense that uh you have direction right in at each moment in your life um or in existence in consciousness uh you know you're you're making decisions you're responding you know uh either re- reflectively or, or 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 after or very deliberately um and you know those uh and the concept of a thread other, it really is becomes is so intimately linked with time um when you think of it in those terms and you know so it, it existence is a thread that leads somewhere to heaven's gate for example in um and um uh, like um jerusalem's gate um so it's a, so and, and I think that's why, you know, we envisioned it as gold and as golden, uh, or at least possibly, rather than lead. <laughs> a lead thread. You don't hear much of that. All right, well go ahead. I love that poem. <clears throat> you still there, Janet?
0: myself because I was coughing. Oh,
1: okay.
0: I said, I think it's interesting that she doesn't know how long this she's been following this thread, whether it's, you know, recently or, or way back. Was yeah. I born with it about my neck, a bridle? Yeah. You know, know. the confinement. But then she says, but not fear, but a stirring of wonder makes me catch my breath when I feel the tug of it when I thought it had loosened itself and gone. So well, this idea than... of following... The thread of fate yes. um, is the other, yeah. the other connotation that you get when you're talking about threads,
1: right? But then, of course, there's a uh, you know, multiple threads um, that so that they can't all be fate, <laughs> can they? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, and then, of course, you know, there's a. Uh, I, I, maybe this is, my as well, it says it's on my mind, I'll mention it now. So there's a, uh, was a big stage in the architecture of computer um, operating systems when um, the concept of being able to uh, divide processes into sub-processes, smaller ones that didn't need... As much resources for some particular task as perhaps a whole basket of things might um, you know that they named they named that those sub processes as, as threads that, that's the the name they have now in um, memory architecture in all, all, almost all computer systems um, <clears throat> so I, and it's uh, a, so there's a sequential. Like in computer science, a thread is a, is still a sequence of things to do, right? Um, mm-hmm. A step by step operation of some sort. Um, we're at, and then the but the question, you know, if, does it ever terminate <laughs> the thread? Um, you know that's an interesting existential question in the computer world but i i think in in our uh w- the way we think about things um we're we're accustomed to you know think of you know our our garments right uh that, that that's 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 probably the most common is that, is that more common than as um you think way of thinking when you when you think about threads do you think, look at your 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 clothes or your sweater you think oh gee yeah it's threadbare oh oh there's threads coming off of it uh or do you think along this line of a sequence of actions events uh something
0: I think of embroidery buying. thread first
1: embroidery thread well that's, well, that's right because you do embroidery of course right right
0: well, I learned, that was what I learned to sew. I learned to sew when I was a kid. I learned how to embroider.
1: Right. Right. Well, which one is next, my dear?
0: Yours. Oh, Jonathan okay. Jonathan
1: Well, okay. So, I'm going to read this slowly because this is like a, um, um. Uh, almost a word salad okay uh <laughs> it's so rich uh anyway it's called thread by uh, jonathan galassi and i am, maybe janet will know something about this poet but uh maybe we'll come back to that maybe after we get get through this okay heartworn happiness a fine line that winds among the tapestries of old blacks and blues Bright hair blazing in the theater, red hair raven in the bar, as now the little leaves shoot veils of gold across the tree's bones. Shroud of spring, ghost of summer, shadblow snow, blood russet spoor spilled prodigal on last year's leaves. When your yellows, greens, and yellow greens, your ochres, and your umbers have evolved nearly to hemlock blackness, cypress blackness. When the woods are rife with the soddenous unfolded burns, skunk cabbage by the stream, barbary by the trunks, and bitter watercress inside the druid pool. Will your thin, still glinting thread insist to catch the eye in filigreed titrations stitched along among beneath the branches? In the branches where it lives all winter, occulted fire, brief, constant, fleeting gold.
0: (laughs) There's so much richness in that poem. Whoa. (laughs) <laughs> you know,
1: um, you can see this, by the way, um, on the Poetry Foundation, uh, folks. That's where we're reading it from right now. Um, Thread by Jonathan Galassi um, from H- uh, HarperCollins, 2001. So, I've been around. I'll reprint. I'll see. There you go. Source, North Street, and Other Poems. Um, Jonathan Galassi, G A L um, a S S I. Wow! I just... I. By the way, what uh, there was? Uh, what is a shad blow snow?
0: I think it's in the spring. <laughs> the shad run.
1: Uh, oh, okay. The shad blow. But they snow. migrate.
0: Okay. And so yeah. I think it's the snow in early spring.
1: Oh, so this is a. Uh, fishermen would know this the shad blows no, maybe
0: mm-hmm
1: okay <laughs> I'll, I'll probably get a call from mr. bill later uh, <laughs> about what it is and the blood russet spores spilled prodigal on last year's leaves Wow you <clears throat> know ochres and umbers. those are great colors Hemlock mm-hmm. blackness, cypress blackness. I mean, the way it's written, cypress blackness is supposed to be blacker than hemlock blackness. You know, so deeper, deeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, wow. That's like a gonna...
0: and that early spring image of unfolded fern, skunk cabbage by the streams, oh, yeah, barberry yeah. by the trucks, and bitter watercress inside the druid pool. Yeah, That's, those are pool. early spring images.
1: Yeah. The Druid Pool. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh boy. All right. I'm I'm ready to roll. <clears throat>
0: okay, the next one was heavy threads. I don't know if you wanted to read it or whether you uh, wanted me to read let, it.
1: Let me see um which one so I can get that. Oh, um Well, why don't you read that? Well, I can read that one. You want to read the, uh, I know, but you want to read the other one.
0: I want to read the William Stafford at the end. Let me
1: read this one. Heavy Threads, Hazel Hall. uh, And we have a little bio here up from Hazel. Let me just do a little bit of that. Born in St. Paul, Minnesota in 1886. The author of three published works, but I think they were all published posthumously. Uh, She was much loved in her uh, lifelong home state of Oregon. The Oregon Book Award is named jointly for Hall and poet William Stafford, about whom you'll hear from a little bit later here on this program. She died um, in Portland, Oregon, 1924. Um, Heavy Threads. When the dawn unfolds like a bolt of ribbon thrown through my window, I know that hours of light are about to thrust themselves into me like omnivorous needles into listless cloth, threaded with the heavy colors of the sun. They seem altogether too eager to embroider this thing of mine, my day, into the strict patterns of an altar cloth, or at least to stitch it into a useful garment. But I now, they will do nothing of the kind, they will prick away, and when they are through with it, it will look like the patch quilt that my grandmother made when she was learning to sew.
0: I love <laughs> that final image.
1: I, 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 yeah. Wow, <laughs> it is great, yeah. I, I think the only one who has so, been doing this. If that's an
0: altar notice. cloth or useful garment, you get a patch quilt like my grandmother made when she was learning to sew, so it's not even a polished patchwork quilt. It's a beginning patchwork quilt. Yeah.
1: But it's, uh, it reminded me, because uh, I have an image in my mind of my grandmother teaching my sister, who was younger than me, how to do quilting, because she did a lot of quilting, uh, and had done so for a, a lot. Of, there was a large number of quilts our family inherited <laughs> at one point um and uh it was kind of it it reminded me that closing of the poem reminded me of that scene where my grandmother's trying to teach my uh, my sister how to how to quilt um
0: well it was passed down
1: yeah for sure for sure it's very nice I had never heard of Hazel Hall before, um, had you?
0: No, I found it when I was looking for this poem.
1: Right, right. Well, it's you know, it's it, maybe there's still some in the poetry world. There's until you get truly famous, you're there's this regionalism where people become familiar with regional poets, maybe uh, um, like Oregon. <laughs> yes. You know, of course, The whole well, Northwest
0: poetry scene was its own thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's been very rich. Uh, been a lot of great, po- great, you know, stuff that comes from, that's come from there. So, um, and is to this day. Um, anyway, uh, where where dost thou want to go next, my dear?
0: I'm going to finish up with "The Way It Is" by William Stafford.
1: Oh, okay. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful poem.
0: The way it is, there's a thread you follow. It goes among things that change, but it doesn't change. People wonder about what you are pursuing. You have to explain about the thread, but it is hard for others to see. While you hold it, you can't get lost. Tragedies happen. People get hurt or die. You suffer and get old. Nothing you do can stop time's unfolding. You don't ever let go of the thread.
1: Amen. Amen. There's nothing I don't I don't know of, of any poet uh, that achieves as much with such apparent simplicity and ease as uh William Stafford.
0: You're probably right. Um it, it,
1: and it doesn't even though it's it, it is sparse, it doesn't feel sparse. Um it doesn't even feel chopped up, you know, like sometimes an E. E. Cummings poem might, <laughs> you know. Um but it has a I don't know how, to, how else to put it. I need some better words, I have to practice my own poetry here. Um,
0: yeah, there's a simplicity to it, but there's also a great profundity to it. There's So there's both, it's, it's both very simply written, but very profound.
1: Right, you can't let go, uh, even though tragedies happen, people get hurt and die, and you suffer and get old. Um, Nothing you
0: can do can stop time's unfolding.
1: On the other hand, uh, well, yeah, right. (laughs) And you wouldn't want to, (laughs) I don't think. (laughs) Uh, It's hard to say what would happen then. Um, By the way, we uh, uh, just recommend these uh, magnificent uh, lectures on the state of modern physics on the uh, great courses thing that uh, this guy dr Dr Don Lincoln from the Fermi laboratory uh does it's just uh, almost poetry uh you you would be inspired by it um it's that good he's really good so I highly recommend it and i'm when you when i you mentioned threads and time and folding uh his most recent lecture was uh just on, you know, what we, what have we learned about space-time since Einstein? (laughs) A lot, it turns out, a lot. (laughs) So, anyway. Well, that's just so so happy, I'm going to follow those threads myself. Um, And thank you so much for uh, introducing us to these wonderful poems. Are we are we good?
0: Yeah, I think we're good.
1: Okay, well, take care I don't think of yourself. I
0: have anything to say beyond what Stafford said.
1: No, no, <laughs> right, and I was just uh, reacting, you know, as usual. Uh, all right, pal, take care. It's late, but everything comes next.